It's the Breaking Atoms podcast where we break things down to the very last compound. My name is Summit, a.k.a. the Potty Mouth of the South. And my name is Chris Mitchell, a.k.a. the Actual Factual. Another exclusive this time. We have, we, we take it all, oh man, this is... Oh, I, I know it's say. something you do, you know, bro. Like, What's up? You What's open up, up the podcast up? and just get, yeah, next exclusive. Like, you're, you're feeling yourself these days, isn't it? I mean, you, don't, no, you don't even th- say hello to the listener no more. You don't greet people. You don't even ask me how I am. I don't care in it about right, you. I care about the listeners. I, I don't care about you. I care about li- no. Look, it's another exclusive for the listeners. Does that help now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that's, that better. that's better. Yeah, yeah, better. That's better. 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 Perfect and that. Perfect and that. No, this is uh, another exclusive that we have for you, the listeners. Those who've been rocking with us since day one, or if you're new to the show, we have another exclusive. We have none other than Blue and Exile. I don't know how else to put it like that. It's Blue and Exile. I could repeat it again. Is Blue and Exile. Without the right? E. On the, without the E. Without the E on the Breaking Atoms podcast. Now, we talked about how me and you were, you know, we bonded over over Blue and Exile. And I think they it's an absolute classic. And I'm just so glad we were able to get them both here. And they gave us their time so that they could share their, their perspective, their craft, their process to the listener. Because I think it's really interesting in the way, you know, Exile makes beats for certain rappers and for Blue and their collaborative process. I think that's really, really interesting. And I love hearing from smart people like Dosu. Yeah. Like it's it's incredible. Yeah. So it's a moment for us. Mm. Uh, I, I, I like to get to the shits now. Oh, there's another potty mouth of the South word, shits. What's, happen- what's um, happening? No, I decided to get to the shits, which is basically, we got Blue and Exile, you don't know hear from me or Chris. Let's listen to Blue and Exile. Okay, That's all basically right, my. All right, all right, you know all what right. I mean? No one wants to hear me talk about anything. I'm just I don't a brown hear, guy. I don't want to hear you. That's that's also true. But no, listen. Congrats to you. Congrats to me. Hundred up. We had skills. We had Pete Rock. We had other guests, and now we've got Blue and Exile. Like this is incredible. We move. Um, we move. We move. We, we move. move. But I, I'm, I, I, as always, I will always say this is a really interesting and excellent episode. But this in particular, you get to really hear how they come up with the classics that they do, the great music they do. And you can really see why the output is so like it's so on point each and every time. Um, and I think they work very, very well together. You can see that you can hear it in the music. But, you know, it's like footballers, you know, Teddy Sheringham and Andy Cole. Or was it? Yeah, Andy Cole and Teddy Sheringham didn't like each other. But they scored loads of goals, right? But on the pitch, they scored loads of goals. Off the pitch, did not like each other. But these guys like each other. And like they create, they have such great chemistry. And that's what we get. Bret Hart and, and Shawn Michaels. Hear. Right, right, right. It's the Rockers before uh, Marty Jannetty got kicked in the head, didn't it? Um, oh, wow. Yeah, when yeah, you got yeah through, When you got kicked through the glass. Right, see what I'm saying? Yeah, see yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And, then, and, then, yeah. and then Bobby Heenan said he jumped through the glass. Bobby Heenan was wild, you know. Yeah, Bobby Hinton, yeah, the brain in that, the brain in that, the brain in that. But, right, enough tangent on wrestling. This is Blue and Exile, Breaking Atoms podcast. Check it out. It's the Breaking Atoms podcast. A very, very, I, I wonder if I say very a few times, does it make it even more special? Or just say it's an, it's an extraordinary podcast? No, no, you've got, you've got, to, you've got to bring out the... um. The, the the syllables it's, it's extraordinary it's extraordinary this is this is uh something of exquisite nature 
I don't wow. I don't think I, I, I personally didn't think I could we could pull this off, Chris, but we did. We got Blue Come and on. Exile on the Breaking hmm. Atoms podcast. Now, firstly, I'm I'm gonna say the same thing I just said off air. <laughs> not not word for word. But <laughs> this is an absolute moment for us as as hip hop fans. Chris, me and you have bonded over Below the Heavens. It was our cheat code. I think at that point you might have respected me a bit more. I think I, I think I did. prior to that I don't think you respected me and my musical taste. But no, it was trash. Yeah, I mean that's true. <laughs> but, but I think once we bonded over Blow the Heavens, I think you realized that my sat my musical ear for rap music was more eclectic than you had realized before. But I think more than anything, the two people that we have, the two gentlemen we have on on the podcast today have have really been the soundtrack to our formative years of growing up and learning much about ourselves. Um, they've released classics, and I, I don't throw that term lightly. They have made classics, um, and and I think we're going to get into this, Chris. But you mentioned that Miles might be a, might be even better than Below the Heavens, and I, and I think there's a good shout for that. Um, we can even do a clubhouse. We'll do a clubhouse room based on that later, Chris. I Good think. idea. Good idea. I lis- I've listened to the album. I've listened to it on house speakers, car speakers. I've gone for runs. I've gone for walks. I've listened to it in the gym. And the impact is the same. Like this album, I think we're going to look back on this album. Like, you know, when we look back at the pandemic year or the pandemic yeah. era, like the blog era. No, definitely. Miles. Miles. No, definitely. Wow. But listen, we appreciate Blue and Exile for joining us. Blue, let's get this stuff. Let's get it started with you. Yeah. Let's talk about the inspiration behind naming the album after your son um it was deep man it was uh it was something i had to ask as exile was he was he down to take that journey with me you know what i mean and uh he was down so i i just i put my all into it you know what i mean okay and with with the so the thing about your music, both your music, the music you create, it always makes me think and I always think about the significance of things because there's a lot of, there's deeper meanings, there's, there's things you can learn through your music. Um, from an interlude called Life, what's the significance in the title for you? Um, that, you know, essentially life is like a blink. It is an interlude, you know what I mean? It's not like you get the album, but life is so short, man. It's like an interlude, you know what I mean? That's dope. It is. We say that all the time, though, right? We say all the time, life is so short. I think it's like uh, to show appreciation for life because of how short it is. But shit, I don't know. But also miles because of, you know, I guess from our perspective, you know, we've been doing this for a long time and we've been uh, we've been walking these miles, you know, uh, through life and also through making music and <laughs> so essentially, I don't know what the hell the meaning is. <laughs> but you had it there. It, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good little title, though. I, when when I saw it, I was yeah, like, yeah, okay, okay. In a little called life, man. It's like it's like we're you know, like you said, we're walking the miles. We go miles, like deep as far as into history, um, in our past. We go miles into our future. We go miles you know, like in our lives. And it's, and it's all so, it's all so short, man. Mm. Mm. No, I feel, I feel you on that. Let's talk about this new album as, um, in terms of how it relates to Below the Heavens. Now, 
Summit and I, we love Below the Heavens, but to me, it felt like the album was a follow-up and like a successor to Below the Heavens. But at the same time, it almost felt like a closure, like in the sense of this particular chapter of life. Was that intentional or am I reading too Um, deep into this? I think the miles was actually me asking for permission from my audience. Can me and Exile keep going with this? Can we go extra miles with this? You know what I mean? So in a sense, it's a question to you guys, you know what I mean? If you're accepting the music, you know what I mean? Is it cool if we keep building and creating what, you know what I mean? Our brand, you know? Our brand of hip hop. Mm. Well, I appreciate you for asking. I appreciate you for asking. And on behalf of your entire (laughs) audience, I'd like to let you know it's fine. You can continue doing this for as long as 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 you want to. Exile Blue Blue keeps talking about he needs your permission. So tell me about like you know the beat making process, your sample choices. Like was it free flowing, intentional? How did you put this particular um, particular piece of work together? Um, you know there there were sometimes where um, I would make a beat and uh, you know I would uh, you know the sample had mentioned feeling in it you know so i was like blue like make a song and personify feeling and uh that's all i told him and then he he, he took that and made it completely his own and, and came up with a feeling um and and then in other cases he gave me like a sample for blue as i can be and he's like yo make me a beat out of this and then i took that and then you know so uh in a way we we uh, give each other tasks and um, until the album's done, and then you know we just we just try to be as honest as we can be with what we create after uh, the tasks are given. You know, whether it's just me okay. handing Blue a batch of beats, and or whether it's Blue giving me samples to, to flip too. You know, um, but I definitely was, I definitely you know, knew that Blue had a lot more to say about his story because, you know, through uh, the years, you know, he, he keeps on creating stories, I mean, in his actual life, stuff that's happened to him. So I know he had a lot more to say. So, I, you know, I definitely wanted to create a soundscape that would allow him to be able to get personable and, and, and speak upon these things. Mm-hmm. One thing I've got to give you credit for, Exile. Um, I'm an MC myself, so I've worked with various producers, and sometimes they'll make the beat, and you've got to go away, come up with the song, and do that part of the process. But the fact that you can give Blue concepts to say rap about this, I, I can speak as an MC. Sometimes that just takes a weight off my shoulders to know you've made the beat, you've given me almost like a canvas with pictures and I just have to fill in the gaps and then Blue can bring samples to you as well, which is something that I do too. So it's almost like a, a cross-pollination in your creative process. That sounds that sounds impressive. <laughs> cross-pollination in the creative mm-hmm. process. I'll stick with that. Flowers. There you go. Summit, I'm, I'm going to pass the mic to you. Yeah, no, I, I, I was really interested in um, how you guys got to work with Gappy Ranks from being from over here. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Um, I had got a hold of his music and I had got a hold of a bunch of his acapellas. And I, and I started 
I started throwing him over a bunch of beats, and I just loved the way he sounded. And I hadn't heard of him until that point, so I'm like, let me look this cat up, and I did. And you know, he was a cool cat who was down, and we we just we just it just it, we just made it happen. So I I have a very funny story about Gappy Ranks. He he grew up on the same street as one of my closest friends. Oh wow, that's wild. He, yeah, he was. Yeah, we used to have like street parties, and I remember one time I was playing my music at the street party, and he, um, yeah, he wanted to play some of his songs, and he just plugged out my sound and just played his song. Like it was just, it was, it was just wild. <laughs> wow. And I wanted, I wanted, I want, I wanted to battle him one time, and he, he heard, he heard that I wanted to battle him, and he called up my friend on the phone while he was driving. He's like, "Me, I say you want war me," and I got really scared, <laughs> and I said, "No, it's okay, I'm fine." <laughs> yeah, man, he's a real deal, man. He's, he's, he's an amazing artist. Yeah, no, he's dope, and he's a he's a a source of local pride. So shout out, shout yeah. out to Gappy Ranks. I was really, really happy to see him on on the credits. Let's get into the lyrics, though. Hopefully, we can get out to next time we get out to London. He could join us on stage. That'd be amazing. Can I can I join you too? Oh, where where? Yeah, let's do it. No, don't do that, exactly. No, right. no, 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 no. But I, I blocked that. I blocked that. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> let, let Let's talk about some of the lyrics, though. Um, one of the Many highlights of the album for me was music is my everything. And the reason is, is because I also grew up in a very Christian household where secular music was frowned upon. So, so Blue, I want to, I want to ask you, what are your thoughts now that you're a parent? What are your thoughts on how sometimes Christian parents or just religious parents in general can sometimes impact creativity in terms of music in the home? because it's secular or they don't want their children listening to certain things. How do you manage it with your um, own child? For me, it's like, um, it's just, it's more freedom. You know what I mean? Like the, 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 the times have changed. We've learned so much more as a, as a people and as a humanity that we can, we can accept the music now. You know what I mean? And that's how my family pretty much is, you know what I mean? They're more accepting to the music now, you know? And I don't know if that's because of me, because, mm-hmm. you know, I got so, in, like, I got, you know, untamed in it, you know what I mean? I just went wild in hip hop. But uh, they're more accepting to that, and that's how, that's how I am more accepting to that, to the next generation, my children, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I remember a story one time my grandma caught me listening to Snoop Doggy Style and she lost she lost her mind like she broke the tape in front of me with her bare hands blue like you know as soon as I earned my own money I went I went out and bought a copy of Doggy Style on CD my grandma yeah. crushed the tape she didn't even understand what was going on but she just knew it wasn't church music and um yeah rest in peace to grandma Oh man, rest in peace, of grandma, man. Summit, over to you. Now, I was I was going to ask. Um, speaking of the West Coast, um, when and how did you find out your aunt dated Easy E? Oh, my pops told me that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's a wild one. I had to slip that in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> but when 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 did you find out? Like, were you at a certain age or? Uh, yeah, I was pretty young. I was pretty young. I was probably like 12. So um, let me see. What is that? 95. Yeah, 95. 
Okay. Yeah. 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 Wow. What year did Easy E pass? Was it ninety six? It was ninety five. I think it was March ninety five. March. March ninety five. Yeah. Oh wow, huh? I'm thinking it may have been around that time too. That's crazy. No, but I just yeah, Chris mentioned the West Coast. They just that then that just it was a nice little segue to the to Easy. <laughs> yeah. OG. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in rest in peace. Rest in peace to Easy. Um, Exile. A lot of people don't know that you you're you're quite nice with the pen too. Um, you you're on um you ain't never been you ain't never been blue. But it was really interesting for me. I wanted to ask you what 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 does a beat need to have to make you want to jump on it? First of all, and secondly, in your verse you talk about um you ain't never been staked out by cops with guns drawn pointed to your is it pointed to your dome your boy runs and he's gone i've said that very very poorly but you touch on police brutality in your verse like why did you approach uh, a subject that a lot of people want to avoid you know what's 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 the benefit of you covering these these topics in your verses i was i was definitely like a juvenile delinquent you know doing graffiti and stealing and you know i went to juvenile hall and uh, me and my buddies we just uh I hung out with other kids and we would just, we would cause a ruckus. Um, I had this, this pathway of, uh, uh, sneaking out of my window and going through these drainage ditches to get to the freeway, to be able to spray paint on the freeway. And the cops did not, they couldn't figure out how this person was doing it. And, uh, one time, you know, we went down that path and we all went to go paint this wall. And uh, they pulled guns out on us, and everybody ran. Uh, we all ran, uh, but I was the one who got caught. So that's what I meant. Like the guns came out, and 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 your boy's gone because not because he got shot, but because he ran away. Okay. And, uh, but I have that. That wasn't specifically police brutality, although I have been victim of police brutality before but anyway that was just a case of being a teenager and uh, getting caught spray painting on a wall okay and your friend your friend that um ran off did you ever address it with him afterwards what was that like <laughs> oh well I, he got away so he was like fool you, you fucking should have ran where i ran you know so <laughs> That's not good advice. I, I I don't I don't take that as good advice. Like that's like that's like really good advice after the effect fact like no nah, no nah, you should run where I should run. No no shit Sherlock. I've done that <laughs> being picked up. I actually so I I ran and they were looking for us and um I actually hid under these bushes for a long time until the sun came up for a lot. We're talking like five hours. I was under there. Then I, I, I couldn't take it anymore. And I, I started trying to get back to my house and, um, I saw the cops, they were looking for me and I was asking for people to give me a ride so I could get past the cops. And I said, and they weren't, I, they, I, nobody would give me a ride. And I don't know. I, I just was so sick of waiting. that I tried to run back to my house and I remember the cops were coming and there was a couple of joggers jogging. And then I started jogging next to him like I was a jogger to blend in, but it didn't work. <laughs> ingenuity, though. Ingenuity. You had some ingenuity there. I respect it. Yeah. And I got, and I got arrested and, and uh, 
I didn't I didn't go to juvie because of the graffiti though, but I was on probation and I got I went to juvie for stealing a shirt later. So anyway, at, at the mall. Oh, Exile was outside. <laughs> yeah, Exile, man. What's up? What's up with this, man? The beat, the beats, the beat saved you, man. The beat saved you. The beats and the pen saved you, bro. Love it. <laughs> yep. I've got. Um, I wanted to ask a question for to both of you. Maybe Exile could start, and then maybe Blue after. But I'm very interested. I'm not a rapper. I'm not a producer. I'm just a really poor podcaster, really. If I if we're being completely honest. Um, but I'm very interested in sequencing and song selection and decision and the process that goes behind it. So for you guys planting your seeds and and picking your best ones, what's the process behind the decision making for either song selection and then sequencing a project? So if I think about Blow the Heavens or if I think about Miles and and put them as bookends, what's the the process for sequencing a project? Is it a collaborative effort or is it like like you explained earlier, is it much like that where you pick some of the bit and then and then Blue will pick some of it? How does it actually work with you guys? Yeah, it's definitely very collaborative. Uh, I think one of the first songs, once we finished uh, the song uh, Blue, the first song, we were like, let's start the album with this song. And we kind of were creating from that point. And um, I I didn't necessarily want the album to be 20 songs, but Blue really wanted it to be 20 songs. And then eventually I came around to that vision and I was like, okay, let's do it. Fuck it. Like, you know, like, fuck this whole, like, the way things are going, you know, people are making fucking 10 song albums, seven song albums. And that's, that's fine. And, you know, it's more about the singles, like, you know, shit's just different the way, uh, digital music and shit being sold is just different, but we just were like, you know what? Fuck it. Who cares about any of that shit? Let's go against the grain and drop fucking 20 songs. So I was like, fuck it, let's do it. And, uh, and then from that point on, it was definitely like a negotiation for the songs. Uh, what songs we wanted to be on the album, but of course, most of them we already agreed upon. Blue? Yeah, and and the uh, repetitive, repetitivity, repetitivity, <laughs> just listening to the songs over and over, you know what I mean? Trying to get like familiar with the songs. Repetition. Yeah, the repetition. <laughs> over and over, trying to... Um, fill out songs ending and starting behind each other, you know what I mean? Just getting in the whole the whole pocket for the album down. Yeah, but you you guys are you guys are really you guys are artists in the true sense, right? In the in terms of how you approach your craft. So the other thing for me is about like critical listening. So to your point of repetition, listen to it over and over again. Does that ever does that critical listening ever spoil how you can enjoy the the project once it comes out? Because you've heard it so much during the process. And for both of you being so artistic in your work, does it ever kind of spoil like what we hear, what we love and we go crazy for? Once a project is out, can you go back and still listen to it? Or you're like, no, I can't, I need to move on. I need to, I need to move on to the next thing. Or can you listen to it? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, that's the burden we have to take on so we can listen to it from your perspective. And we definitely listen to it from your guys' perspective. And uh, because, and we listen to from like, well, how we listen to it is we listen to it from our ear and how our ear was developed through becoming fans and how, like, it, you know, does this feel like this album that we love or like, is it flowing like that? And wait, this needs a little space to breathe because if this song comes too soon, your mind's going to think too chaotic. It's going to be too crazy. Like, cause it's like a banger. Then like, boom, that one comes too fast. It's like, you didn't have the chance to take a couple breaths 
before the next thing. And you have to feel that and feel how that energy is and, uh, as you're listening. And uh, it it does it didn't spoil it. You know, we, you know, we take the, the break, though. We take the break for sure. And then the time will come when it's like, okay, I'm going to listen to this album again. It's like we know when to listen to it. But once we take the time to listen to it, when it's the right time, uh, I, well, for me personally, and I think I could speak for Blue, we, we, we enjoy it. So. Good. That's good. That's good to know. It's just, it's good to know. It's just for me as a fan, I'm like, I'm always, I'm always like, I always want to know, like for you guys are there. I've been in, in sessions for mixing a record. I've been in like when, when an engineer is mixing a record, I've been there and it, you hear it so many times that when I hear that song again, like when the, for the general public, I can't hear it in the same way. So it's really good that you yeah. guys have a process for that. Really, really interested. You're trying to make a perfect record. I mean, you're trying to make the record as more, as perfect as you can. You know what I mean? So you can enjoy it no matter what. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you can, like, when it's time, it's like, it's perfect. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's sitting just how you want it to sit. It's nothing you can say about it, but enjoy it. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Gotcha. Let's, um, let's take some miles backwards for this part of the interview, right? And either one of you can answer this question. No York. When that album came out, I'm going to be honest, I didn't get it. It was very different, but because it was you, Blue, I bought it. Because it's you, right? Nice, nice. Now, now a few years later, I think that album was ahead of its time. Simply because of how the LA beat scene has evolved and exploded. Like, how do you feel about No York? In 2021 2021 I felt like that that could have been huge that I mean I that record just could have been a huge record you know like uh I never got a chance to finish doing that album that album is actually a collection of demos for the actual album I was trying to create you know what I mean so that's just a, a collection of, you know, the songs that I wanted to build upon, you know, but didn't have the time and budget to like I originally planned on. So um, my friends were graceful enough to let me put out the record just rapping over their beats, you know what I mean? Without going in and doing what I, giving them the vision that I gave them, you know what I mean? Okay. So you're telling me New York is essentially um, some demos, that your friends let you put out. It's not a, not a finished project as you would have liked it to be. Pretty much, yes. Wow. But Mercy put together to in a sense where I could sit back and listen to it. You know what I mean? And enjoy it mixed as, as well as I can mix it. You know what I mean? For what it is, not going in without having like the stems to everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's how we wanted to. We really wanted to go in and create this record like big, you know what I mean? But it was more like rough, just rhyming over MP3s, you know what I mean? We got like half of the album had had sessions, but the other half didn't, you know? So okay. it was pretty tough. Okay. Exile, you wanted to add something? Yeah, I think that album was super ahead of its time, and I think it went over people's heads, but in a sense to where it was. I think in my head, I think it was something that like, you know, helped influence some ideas. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it was like a precursor to like something like Jesus in a way to me. 
and I, I you know, whatever. That's just it. whether that's true or not. I know Kanye was a fan, but it's just like you know to be able to take it there electronically again, you know, but in uh in a way to where electronic music has progressed. You know, not to say it hasn't been done in the past, but it hasn't been essentially because the the electronic music hasn't music hasn't progressed to where it was at at that present time, which was definitely unique. Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, yeah, it definitely ahead of its time. I was slow, um, but I caught up later on. So, yeah, but that's not the first time, Chris. That's not the first time, Chris. You have form for this now, don't you? <laughs> why are you? Why are you? Um, my my question is, why are you trying to embarrass me in front of Blue and Exile, bro? It's been thirteen years, bro. They've been out for thirteen years, and you decide today to make fun of me in front of Blue and Exile, like. I'm, 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 that's the reason why I'm. That's the reason why I'm doing it. You see, I'm doing it because I know how. I, I know this is a moment for both of us. True, but more so than you, because because you are you are the actual factual. This is right. You are the MC. This is right. I am like I'm I'm. I'm loving this because this is like you have bucket lists of people you want to speak to, and both of you guys are on that list. It's no, I'm, it's no, it's no gas. This is no joke. This is actual true life. This yeah. is real life. You guys are on that list because of what you represent in terms of your artistry and your craft, but also the output you've given us uh, and and will continue to give us. So, and and speaking of which, I want to get into something about um, simply amazing the new Pete. Pete and CL. Now we just spoke to Pete Rock for our hundredth episode. Oh, nice. What I really want to know from both of you, as the the Pete in 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 this dynamic and the CL in this dynamic, is what did you learn from both of them growing up in your respective artistic roles and and the dynamics of working together? I, I was definitely a huge Pete Rock and CL Smooth fan. I listened to them fucking deeply and in the headphones like on walks and uh i learned that an instrumentalist and a vocalist can stand out as their own characters that uh embrace each other creatively in a way to create like one whole character in your in your mind as you're listening and that's something that i looked up to and something that i definitely uh wanted to uh, emulate and emulate for the, the West Coast in a way and in my own way. And uh, I'm thankful that I found an artist like Luda to, uh, to join me on uh, our, our creative journey. So. Well said. Nice. Yeah, well, very well said. Blue. Man, I'm, uh, I learned from CL how to, how to rhyme like over beats, really, how to, how to have that conscious flow or how to have that conscious content, but then like the flow, the flow over the beats is just, you know what I mean? How to fill the pocket, bro. You know what I mean? That's what I learned from CL, how to fill the pocket in and still do that consciously. You know what I'm saying? Um, but C- CL was mad abstract, bro. I think CL was abstract. You know what Very. I mean? Very like very bro. That was man. That was like he he made me. He, I was listening to some um, CL the other day, and I, I, it made me laugh. Right, <laughs> CL said, "This might be inappropriate for the audience, but I'm going to say." It. He said, "When your nipples get hard, I want to praise God," and I just fell out laughing because <laughs> it's just like I've seen him perform live, 
And when he does, um, when he does, I get physical. He's rapping, oh. and he's doing bicep curls at the same time. No way. So I get physical. He he's not. He's on stage. He's incredible, but he is a character. <laughs> That's amazing. But yeah, you know, uh, they were definitely that inspiration that I spoke of for me. And uh, but not to say, of course, you know. King T and DJ Pooh or or Gangstar uh, did the same for me, so you know. King T, man, King King T, Jesus, King T. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 big, we're big Liquid Crew fans. Me and oh, Summit, nice. huge, like huge. We we want King T on this show. We've been looking for him. We can't find him. We want Battle Cat. We, we got time for the West yeah. Coast. Believe that. Nice, man. King T was like 18 when he first came out in 86. The coolest, man. That guy, man. Him and Pooh. Legend. Absolutely legend. That's another one, man. I don't know. Their, their chemistry. I, I, uh, on that first album, mm-hmm. I loved it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's let's stick with chemistry, right? Um, XR, you've worked with Blue, obviously, but you've also done albums with Choosy, For Sean, Aloe Black as Eminon, Joe has as ENJ. What's one thing you've learned in terms of chemistry from each of those particular projects and artists? Um, they're all they're all different. They're all completely different. You know. Um, all right. Let's change the question. Let's change uh, the question slightly. Let's change the question slightly. I'm gonna assume, in similar ways, like Alchemist. Alchemist can produce for a bunch of people, a wide range of people, but the beats sound tailored to that particular artist. How do you go about producing for each of these acts? So how do you know a beat you've made is for Blue and not for For Sean, or this beat is for Joe Has and it's not for Choosy? That would interest me. How, how does that work? Um, You know what? I actually, every time I make a beat, I'm rapping in my head, you know? And I definitely... I can rap as blue as Fashan as all these artists or like even as Busta Rhymes or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? So like, so basically, if I, you know, sometimes I, I'll just make a beat. I won't even be for somebody. And then I'll rap to it in my head or even out loud. And how, how that comes out and how, what decision is made in that process will dictate who the beat is for. But then other times I'm making it specifically for that artist. Um, you know, uh, most of the times when I'm making it for a specific artist, it, it goes to that artist. You know, sometimes it comes out and ends up being for another MC. Um, it's definitely sporadic, mm-hmm. you know, uh, through uh, what inspires me okay. at the moment. So I can um I can safely assume that there are some Dungeon Dragon demos of you rapping like Buster Rhymes. Somewhere, somewhere in the archive. Woo-ha! <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I got, I got mad demos. I got mad rap demos. For sure. I, I, so, yeah. I just got to, I'm going to touch upon that point, Exile, because I, I've, I'm, I've got a theory. I'm, I'm now, you're now to, you're strengthening my hypothesis. Is that there are some, where you have incredible, incredible producers or engineers, they can wrap their ass off. They can rap their ass off and they're low key. Some of the best rappers you ever heard, but most people won't know that they rap because mostly they'll be known for the beats. So I've heard some incredible producers 
who are great with the beats like yourself but can rap their ass off because the general public won't know that there are people out there who who are, i guess considered behind the boards like to to the to the average joe blog right but those people can rap their ass <laughs> off fire damn you guys are different man you guys levitate in different ways i don't understand you guys you guys are different people you guys are different, man. Like I don't understand this. This is this is my. I I I actually want to talk about another person who can levitate. OC, because he's one of my favorite rappers of all time. Period. And 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 Blue, we're gonna take it back to 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 no great love. And you equated being a father. Now I'm a father too. I just had a my first kid, and you equated being a father to the first time listening to Times Up. And I felt that that was such a ill like such a ill metaphor that you brought together can we just talk for a moment and exile too about the genius of oc and ditc oh man time's up is one of my favorite songs of all time bro i had to mention that right off top you know what i mean i feel, I feel chills oh man <laughs> go, on, go on go on talk about omar but that's not but yeah oc is flame though bro oc got the jewels man yeah yeah that album for sure man man word life is beyond one of the most classic personable conscious albums of our time for hip-hop man that's just like that's a uh that's a probably a, a blueprint that is is running through blue and exile that we don't even realize that just yeah, uh, unconsciously came into how, how we work that that album is uh i don't think that album gets enough credit that album's amazing yeah the album is so nice. I bought it twice. Yeah, definitely. And Resurrection Common, like those styles, those are. Is that the yeah. same year? I don't. I don't know. Yes, Resurrection was ninety four. Word Life yep. was ninety four. Yeah, that was the hardest year, bro. Yeah, ninety four was mad. I'm ready to die. Illmatic. Yeah, ninety four. Um, sun yep. still rises in the yep. east. Hard to earn. Yeah. Oh Main man. ingredient. Main ingredient. Oof. Yeah. Ninety four. All right. We're Man. gonna we're gonna we're gonna um wrap this interview up real quick. But I've got some fun questions. Blue, what's your favorite beat that Exile produced that you didn't get to rap on? Oh, oh. <clears throat> the uh... Exile's looking at the camera like he's he's waiting for the answer. It's so many, bro. It's so many. Um, there's this one on the zip discs and floppies. That's uh, the number two on there. Um, your love is worth waiting for. I've been trying to write to that beat for like 20 years, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to write to that beat for like 20 years. But Algae, there's a beat called Algae I got on vinyl. Flame. And uh, Pearly Gates was flame too. I think he means it. Yeah, that's a, that's a, I, you did rap on that one though. Blue actually rapped on Pearly Gates before my no beat, after right? after. Oh, it was after. Oh, okay. Pearly Gates is Pearly Gates is mad. It yeah, mm. mad mad. Exile and Mob Deep. I remember seeing mm. that in the credits. I was like, okay then. This is this is, this is what's happening. This is different. It's different. <laughs> Exile, I'm gonna flip the question to you. What's your favorite blue song that you didn't produce? Uh uh the joint on New York uh by Shafiq, the yes. sunshine joint. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. 
Death. Yes, yes, song. yes, yes. You know what? I think any song named after Sunshine, it's hard for it to be whack. Huh. I've never heard a whack song called Sunshine in my life. Man. No, there's one. Talk there's one. It. There's oh, one. Boy. There's one. <laughs> every song, every song. Sunshine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna um I'm gonna go out on a limb though, and I'm gonna say it with my chest. Jay Z Sunshine is is iffy. Oh yeah, what day? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think I think I think that one's a bit iffy. But all the others are absolute fire. Come on, Jay Z. Jay Z, how could you fuck up? How could you fuck that up, man? We had a good thing going on. Yeah, um, it's um I have a I have a weird yeah. relationship with that. Song. Made up for it with the video. True. He made up for it true, with the video. True, true, true. Let's talk about the artwork real quick. I think for this project, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's the first time Exile's been featured on the cover. The True and Living EP was the first time I saw you on a Blue and Exile project. Now, was that intentional or just coincidence? Well, you know, people needed to know how handsome I, I am. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> I don't know. We just, I we had no. There was no reason why we decided to just do that. I don't okay. know. We just did it. All right. You no see, I'm a nerd in it. Like I, I look into this. I look. I take things way too seriously and way too personally. Like I'm looking at artwork, thinking, I'm gonna be. Why I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be real. The the first album, Exile, was supposed to have a segment smiling the same as me on the first album, but the label didn't have the budget for it, bro. Wow. <sighs> I, I you know what? Either. I'm glad I did that. I'm going to be real, man. <laughs> sound, sound in color. Like, they had gold on their hands, and I don't know what happened over there, man. I don't get it. Uh, there was just uh, some greedy folks, man. That uh, there, was, there was just one cat that, that kind of fucked everything up. I don't know, man. It was just a case of uh, people not getting along business-wise, and mm. that's yeah. all it was. Well, basically. look, I, I, I am one of the uh, the proud owners of a first pressing on CD of mm. Below the Heavens. I own it. I don't have I don't have the reissue. I have the first one, the first one. So you know, I was outside for real. Yeah, that's hard. I was outside bro. for real. Yeah. So, so if you want to talk shit. Talk shit strictly directly Ex- to me, man. Exactly. I got the original. Exactly. When are we gonna hear this trick? Say it, man. Say it to my face. When are? <laughs> All right, listen up, uh, you guys. You guys are killing me. When are we gonna hear this trap album? Never. Oh. Nah, come on, I can't. Nah, nah, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. When, when's it coming? Over. Man? It's not. It, it's never over. It's never over. 20, it's 2030. 2025, I think. 2025. <laughs> I'll pry it out of egg oh, okay. We're going to drop it on MySpace. Yo, that'd be ill. <laughs> that would be ill Listen, if you did that. <laughs> so I get the impression that Exile don't really want no one to hear this album because he's talking about releasing it in 2030 on MySpace. Okay. Point noted. Yeah, but the but the album but the album cover could be Tom looking over the shoulder. How ill would that be? Damn, man! I'm gonna cry right now. 
So, mate, have you got anything you want to leave with with our friends? Nah, I just nah, I just want to say, man, big you, big both of you up for everything, for the time, for everything you contributed to to the to the mark you've left on on our on our ears and our minds, man. We respect each and every one of you, uh, and we love you, and we just don't want you guys to stop. You guys fill us with so much joy every time we put music out, um, and we're just so blessed that you spent this time with us today. Oh, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. Oh man, thank you for having me. And, and I want to say this as well um, to both of you. If anyone spells blue with the E on the flyer, I will drop them on your behalf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Straight. If I see B L U E, pow! I'm like, no, that's not how you spell it. Yeah. yeah? Should we drop another 20 song album or. or, or should we keep it 10 songs? No, do as much. No, no, no. No, 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. <laughs> take, take, take the K-Slay approach. Everything. 20, 25, do it. No, I, I, I'm going to be dead serious. I, I like shorter projects now just because life is so busy and hectic. I have to fit the music experience in with what I'm doing in terms of work. But the thing with this double album is two things for me. It doesn't feel long. When I listen to it, it really doesn't feel like it's dragging. It's it's concise, it's got breadth, and it's 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 succinct at the same time. But what I do love is that I can listen to it in two halves. So if I want to just listen to disc one, disc one has that kind of personal feel to it. Then you've got disc two where you start getting into the historical, the spiritual side and start connecting the dots. So it's it's the it's the sum of parts. It's like two separate albums as one album. You can listen to it in one sitting, you can separate it but it never feels too long. And I just thought the, I thought it was perfect in terms of how it was sequenced. 10 songs, each disc. Please give us another 20. I will send you a PayPal link right now. Cash at me, cash at me. Man, bro. <laughs> now, but Exile, honestly, on a, on, a, on a serious note, genuinely, I, I, would, I, would do, I would do it for what your fans want. And I think your fans want more than what the general consensus is of an album of a 10 or 12 right because that's your core you you focus on your core fan base because that's what got you here and, and that's what will keep you here and they'll love you and and they'll ride for you forever and those that come and like chris said once if it's concise and and once the, and the output you have you don't have to worry about the quality that's going to be there so put the 20 songs out because you satisfy your core fan base and then the others will pick up and go oh this is some great shit there's those people that you reach out as a you know as a consequence of being on streaming services or on the in the shop window of your dsp do the 20 if you can i say it like do the 20 like do 20 push-ups like i can rap and i can make 20 beats and do this i can't do that but if you if you could do it because i think you're i think your <laughs> fan base and we are part of that we're not just rap fans we are we are your fans and i think that the Come on, I've been perfect I've been perfecting this for years. years. I, I, I lived I lived on the west west side of London. That was my thing. This is what we did. West side. That's it. That's all we do. Oh. Come on, man. Anyway. Anyway. Thank you both. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Y'all hold it down, man. A big thank you to Blue and Exile for their time. Man, I enjoyed that episode. They're, they're, fun, they're a fun duo, man. Like the, Both of them are so cool. Yo, listen. You see Blue, yeah? Blue's on this black thing, bro. Okay. Bruv, he pulled up with the afro light. It was, it, was, it was perfectly symmetrical. Right. 
Like it, he was he was um he was he was here. He was present, man. He now, was present. He was present. He's laughing. They, you know? they, they, I like him, man. I like Blue. I like Blue. And I like Exile too. Exile needs to bring out a line of hats. Yeah, he, yeah he's, he's got style, bro. He's got style. Yeah. And his beard game was it's mad. Swag. He needs to bring out a line swag of hats. Swag and that swag. Drip. It drip. He got yeah. the drip. <laughs> Exile got the drip. You know what? Talking about drip. Um, rest in peace to the king of drip. And when I say the king, your man Screech from oh, yeah, Saved yeah, by yeah, the yeah, Bell, yeah, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sad, no, sad news, man. I was looking at his drip online. I'm like, <laughs> Screech's drip was mad. But we, we're bro. losing so look, we're losing so many people. Um, it's crazy, man. Screech. Mm. We had um, over here. We had that Tom Moore. Was it Tom Moore? Yes, yeah, Tom Moore. Captain, captain Tom Moore. Say captain Cap- in it. Respect Sir, it. Sir, captain. Captain, bro. But like, like we had. Um, it was the the photographer, the famous photographer who uh, Ricky is it Ricky Powell. My, have I got the name wrong? Ricky Powell, who passed away, who did like who shot Basquiat, and he shot he he passed away yesterday. Okay. Um, he was a really really famous photographer. He did stuff with like Beastie Boys and Basquiat back in the day. Like it was it's really crazy. He's a he's an absolute legend in kind of hip hop photography. Yes, he did like Easy E, um, and I was it was sad because like, we're just losing people. Like they're dropping like flies, bro. It's it's absolutely madness at the moment. But you know what? I was talking to Imperial about it, and we were saying that it's not really that different in terms of like if you grew up, I don't know, in in the sixties and the seventies, then you would have seen Marvin Gaye pass. You know, in 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 your era, you would have seen the greats that you came up on. They would have passed. So it's going to be the same for us. We're we're that generation now. We're going to see our heroes who were prevalent in the 80s and 90s get to this age now where they're going to start passing away. Like, as a wrestling fan, I'm fully convinced that I'm going to be part of the generation to see Ric Flair pass away. And that's not to be morbid. I'm not speaking death on anybody's name, but it's it's, it's one of these things we're going to see. So we, we're definitely seeing legends pass away. But what I would also encourage everyone, if you're listening to the show and you're a creative, it's really important that in your art and whatever you do, you cite your references. You know, something you always speak about private props and, and public praise. Praise your your heroes and your influences publicly, right? So when they pass, you don't have to scramble to the timeline to say what they meant for you because it's already in what you do. So in the case of Screech, for example, I said um, I said a line um tires and tapes get a slow and heavy burn plus i'm praying for journey and mercies with every turn without the dust in diamond and every swerve is effortless i guess it's because i trust in timing i said that four years ago right when mf doom died i referenced mad villainian all caps in the song so it's not an advert for me but i would definitely encourage you to put your influences and, and just be open with, with your props, man. They don't even have to be famous if you like what someone does tell them yeah absolutely and i just i also to that point where I think it's the rate in which people are just that uh, at the rate in which people pass because I agree uh, you get to an age or and and you know people start passing away and your legends and it's kind of almost a fact of life but the rate in which people are passing away um is is absolutely crazy I think if anyone is dealing with or you know is isn't dealing with the right we're in lockdown so if they if you're not feeling that you're dealing with the right way or need someone to talk to we in the UK have Samaritans right so talk to them talk to family talk to your support group but if there is no one around because you're locked down or you know you're feeling alone 
contact Samaritans, man. There's there's helplines out there where you can talk to someone and and get off your chest how you feel and and speak to a professional. Then the number is one one six one two three. That's for free. you can call them for free. But it's crazy times. So you know, I keep saying it's crazy times. Of course, it's crazy times. I'm stating the obvious, duh. But talk to people if 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 you're feeling away about a lot of this because it's really important that you know we take care of our mental health and and that we know and and we know these these um lines for advice are out there and that you can talk to people because we sometimes don't take up we don't take the option especially in our communities or or, or the i guess the i guess the uh, stigma attached to our communities that we don't do that and i think we should do more mm-hmm. of that so if you are yeah. please do rest in peace rest in peace to ricky powell and the king of drip dustin diamond the king of drip Right, so we took a little bit of a detour. We did, but I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I no, no, that's absolutely fine. There's, no, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. I just want to say that I'm just glad we got to speak to Blue in Exile, and we got to, we get, we got to get off our questions about Gappy Ranks and uh, yeah, Gap, No Greater Love. Gap, Gappy, and Gappy Ranks called me on the phone, bro, and said, "Yo, I'm me, bro." I was so scared, yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I was scared, bro, because the way he said it, it was like, okay. He's taking this very, very seriously. Yeah. <laughs> very no, I seriously. It. No, I get, um, it. I get it. Blue and Exile, man. Props. You know what? I, I hold Blue and Exile in the same regard as Gangstar, Pete and CL, Reflection yeah. Internal. They're in that yeah, category yeah. for me. Yeah, they're, no, in that. And, uh, they're in there. And they, deser- and they deserve to be. And uh, that's what this part... This is this is why this... What, what speaking to them is about is so important is about really us doing that. We believe that, and so that's what this platform is for: is to put them in that level. This is a reference point for anyone to listen. We put them in that category. You can at us or don't at us. I don't care. They're in that category, and that's it. That's been decreed now by the actual factual, and so <laughs> and so says the actual factual. But as as always, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Break the Atoms. Chris's personal account is at I am Kinetic. Mine is at Hip Hop Chronicle. And it's the we same it's the same handles on Clubhouse. We are on the chatty house. Oh, we're on the chatty. I, 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 I had to go get, I had to go get an uh, Apple device. You went out and bought house. a device, bro. I, I spoke to, um, I spoke to Coolio uh, yesterday. Who? Coolio. Gangsters Paradise Coolio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was on the stage yesterday. So uh, shout out to... Oh, yeah, I, so I also sh- want to send a shout out to the people who... Who I've I've um allowed to enter my home, and the people who I've fed, and don't bring me up on the stage. Shout out to you in it. Listen, you know me. If I'm a mod, now I've realised that if I'm a moderator, I can bring people onto the stage. Nah, nah. I see who's I see the moderators and who don't want to bring me on it's, the stage. But that's no, fine. It, you look you look can starve when this pandemic's it's, over. It's all right because the thing is, is people. Nah, it's not all right, no, bro. It's, it's okay. It's listen. Don't tell me it's all right in it. Why? Why are you um minimizing my? Experience? I'm not minimizing. What I'm, what, if you, if you, why? Uh, let me speak my truth. Speak a truth. Truth to power. All I'm saying is, what I was saying. The reason I say that matters because like now I'm on the chatty house, um and like like so shout out to Bishop Bragante. He saw me. He's like, yo, Hip Hop Chronicle, come up. I was like, okay, word. That's boom. That's boom. You know what that's like, bro. It's like you know when you go to the wedding in it and you have the top table. If you're a family member and you don't get brought to the top table, it's a part. No, he he brought me in to the pre-game for the Bay Area top three rappers thing. But bro, I'm in some rooms and I'm not getting brought to the no, table. He, it's a part. No, but the, what I'm saying is like, I'm not saying my name rings bells out here because it doesn't, right? But some people who are on the chatty house 
who will see oh hippo oh oh i haven't spoken to you in ages bring you on i've only been there for less than a day right it, and you get brought to the table no but the thing is what i'm saying is i'll become a moderator soon when i become a moderator i bring whoever i want to the table if i'm bring actual factual to the table i'm bringing actual factual actual factual to the table so that's why i'm like it's all right man like i had a, i had a few good conversations yesterday the coolio one was quite cool he incriminated himself um, I cleaned it up. Oh, I, clean, I cleaned it up for him. I'm not gonna say it on here. That's not right. I'll tell you no, after. No, no, I don't snitch. I'll tell you after. But I, I kind of cleaned it up for him. But shout out to Mecca. Um, he used to be in the source. That's really crazy. I was like, that's Mecca. Oh, I used to deal with you at the source. And like, now look at him. He's just like moderating rooms and shit. So it's it's really cool. So we're in the chatty house, the chatty patty house, whatever you call it. I f- I think it's quite cool. I've dipped into some rooms. Like, yo, what are you talking about, bro? You know what I saw the other day. Can you be pro-black if you're not married to a black person? I signed off. I signed off, bro. Because my, my wife is Iranian. I, th- I, said, I, th- nope. I think we should end nope. it there. Let me leave that alone. Yeah, let me leave nope. that alone. No, we, we, should, we should just end it there. We should... We should just end it there. Um, but no, we are in the chatty house. So follow us in there. Same same uh, handles. I am Kinetic at Hip Hop Chronicle. But we appreciate each and every one of you, the listeners who have who've rocked with us since day one, who've jumped in wherever you want, whatever point you have jumped in on this journey with us. We appreciate you. We are not stopping. We've got some great guests coming up. We've got some great perspectives. We are not gonna stop. In the words of Hope. No, I think you mean Puffy. I will not lose. Oh, okay. No, no, no. You were going on. All right, yeah. cool. No, we can work with that. I too. will not. Cool. I will not lose ever. All right. Sorry. All right, anyway. Until next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.